We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Andy Lou, welcome to the Pacific Catch postgame show. The Warriors lose to the Utah Jazz. 124-123. Really hard to uh, to to state where we're at. Like you, you want to talk about grasping defeat from the jaws of victory. I was in a good mood. You were texting me. You thought that they looked like they had resolve like last year's team. Nope. <laughs> can I just, uh, can I get off that take anyway? Can I just give that take anyway? Because it felt like that was a take <laughs> for 47 and a half minutes. It, it felt like they had the joy and the, the happiness of the team of last year where they could just sit some veterans and they can kind of steal a win on the road when they've got a bunch of young guys playing and it's a bunch of energy out there. Kaminga, Moody, and, you know, Dante DiVincenzo looks like a guy. So I, I felt like the Warriors had rediscovered that swagger about them. And nope, they suddenly became this season's version of the Warriors or the Warriors from two seasons ago where, like you just said, they literally did everything in their power to try and lose that game. And it wasn't because of the, I mean, it was a combination of the young guys and the veterans that pretty much teamed up together to choke that one away. So I don't know, man, I I, I want to feel positive about that game, but it's just a rough. End. Yeah, no, that wasn't. We a do not team view ourselves as a basketball team. Andy Lou, uh, as Supreme Leader Lakeup has said, we do not view ourselves as a basketball team. Uh, we are sports, we're technology, entertainment, media, sports, uh, and entertainment company, or something like that. Um, oh, I was entertained. It's, I was entertained. it's hard for me to watch these sort of things with the Warriors and not get frustrated at just the general nature of the roster. It's that one was frustrating because it felt like the young players were taking a step, uh, and they did. And honestly, he did. Kuminga, we're going to talk about him pretty heavily, and I think he was phenomenal. And I've been very 
impressed with his progress overall, but it's, it's hard to win in the NBA. It's even harder to win a title. And sometimes it feels like there's just too many conflicting agendas with the Warriors. It's like, it's not enough to try to win. You got to win with flair and having young players and do this sort of thing. But we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Um, God, that, that was a gut punch of a game. That's all I'm going to say. It was, it was very frustrating because I thought Jordan Poole played pretty well. Uh, I thought Kuminga was uh, in some ways this coming out party. Can we talk about the Jordan Clarkson moment with, with Kuminga? And then, and then to just throw it up all over yourself. That's, that's why teams who are contending don't go that young, you know? Yeah. I, okay. That was a moment of the game for me. So mm-hmm. we're going to unveil, we're going to unveil something uh, in today's show that we're going to start doing every on a weekly basis uh, for our listeners here. Um, that was the moment of the game. I, yeah, look, ending's bad. But to me, what Jonathan Kaminga did against Jordan Clarkson in crunch time was some of the best defense that I've seen the Warriors have played all season. Actually, you know what? I take that back. That was the best defense I saw. I've seen the Warriors have played all season just on that one possession. And for him to get that block and stay with him, not jump, which I think Kaminga's really good at, at not jumping. And then turning Very around discipline for you. randomly. Yeah. I think that's yeah. just innate. Like it's same yeah. with Draymond. Like it's not, it's not something that he had to get taught. It's innate. Um, and then he turns around and then, and he gets whacked by Clarkson. I don't actually think it was that bad, but anyway, he gets whacked and he turns around and starts smiling at him. Hey, that's what I knew. That's when I knew, like, like this tweet right here. That's when I knew he got that dog. It's not, <laughs> dude. You again, you can't teach that. You cannot teach that toughness. How how many dogs? I this picture has four <laughs> in the chest. It, it could be six, could be eight. Just so many. Um, no, I think I think I think you're hitting at the broader point with Kuminga. Like he he definitely feels like a mandatory player for this team. Yep. Uh, not just because he is a wing who can defend and. I'm not sure they have one outside of Andrew Wiggins on this team. Like they don't have GP two clays, not the defender. He used to be Dante is, is a pest, but he's not a wing, you know, like he's kind of more of a guard. Um, And so, so outside of that, but like also he just kind of has the mentality to be the kind of guy who, who gets into guys. And he also has enough discipline to do it. That's the exciting part about him, right? Like you can actually, Stay on his feet, not foul people, not jump at everything. So, you know, I think in general, yeah, in general, it's it's hard to uh, to to dwell on the positives. But but Kuminga is one positive for tonight. I I this is what this is what I would say is worth the loss, and it's really it's not, but it's worth the loss if you are able to say these thirty minutes here made Jonathan Kuminga develop. And we're and the Warriors were able to develop Kaminga into a uh, starting level player, a playoff imp- impact level player. Because we've talked all season about you got to just let him play, you got to just let him play, you got to just let him figure it out. Like you can't just have guys like tonight, Anthony Lamb and Ty Jerome. I don't need to see them out there. They're not. If you're going to let people develop, you got to let Kaminga and Moody develop. And this game right here is where I think you could say was worth the loss if it means that Jonathan Kaminga is going to be an impact level wing down the stretch. And not just him, Moses Moody hit some huge threes. And he was actually pretty good defensively. I, I thought he struggled lately because he's so slow, but I think he's smart enough and kind of strong enough to be like not terrible defensively so early in his career. So, you know, I would say it's worth that. 
it's worth that if those two guys are able to develop into players down the stretch. I think Hamingo for sure. It looks like, dude, how is he not playing 25 minutes on Saturday and then the rest of the road trip? You know, with Wiggins out and stuff like that, we'll talk about it. How is he not playing 25 plus minutes a game? That's why he's my chase cashback player of the game. Ooh, you know, use my chase card, just booked a hotel in LA um, for a couple months from now. Got some points, got a great rate on that. But anyway, by the way, by the way, <laughs> well, well done. Uh, I've got like 200,000 points on chase. That is our, that is our, that is our that is our title sponsor moving forward. So every week we are going to do a chase back uh, player of the game. This week we're giving it to John the Kaminga. That's who we're giving it to. The chase cashback player of the week, Jonathan Kuminga. I thought Kuminga was the best player in the disgusting loss to the Indian Pacers on Monday. Okay, no one wanted to take any pauses from that game. Andrew Nemhart just kind of you know, destroyed the Warriors in a way that we weren't expecting. Kuminga had a very positive 24 minutes, came with 10, 5, 2. But honestly, player of the game against the Pacers, and if they won, he'd be a headline player across the league. Um, he's going to get noted for the, the scuffle with Jordan Clarkson, but it's not just about that. 10 for 13 from the field tonight, 24 points season high awesome defense uh locking down Clark saw those last possessions and generally looks like the lottery pick the Warriors have been hoping for who can be a key part of the future for them correct also one big thing I thought he did very well uh to to go into more specifics offensively he finally shot stopped shooting threes thank the heavens he may one miss one but dude there is nothing better than when Kaminga just says, I'm going to go and I'm going to get to the hoe and you can't stop me. Spin move, just hard dri- post up, hard dribble, just dunk it in someone's face, get a foul, cut to the rim, get a dunk. Cutting is the biggest one because the Warriors don't ever cut nowadays with the guys that they have. Everything that he was doing they out got, there they tonight. Gotta have shooting, they got to have shooting and passers to cut. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's just, it's just dumbass threes. I mean, they did it tonight too. But keep it on the bright side. Everything that he did tonight, I think, is sustainable moving forward. Is he always going to get this type of cushy? No, but I think that impact that he can make both ways is just, they need it. You just said it. They have one guy that can play high level. Actually, Dante. So they have two guys that can play high level defense. Can they get Kaminga to be the third guy to play high level perimeter point of attack defense? Because if they can get that, now the Warriors are cooking, even though you know they're 500. But that's that's worth sacrificing some An individual win game. Yeah. 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 Even and that is why and that, won this game. And that is why Jonathan Kaminga is this week's chase cashback player of the week. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Andy. Should we get to some super chats? No. Should we see what the goons have to say? Yeah, let's go. Let's roll. Let's, let's do roll. it. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Worst loss of the year. I'm not going to debate you on that mm-hmm. one. It's definitely not the best loss of the year. Um, ah, I disagree. Oh, let's hear it. I just I, I disagree. The kids played. The Warriors were underdogs. They probably were supposed to lose this game. They were on the road in Utah. Um, yeah, the way they lost it was the worst loss of the year. But that own I'm telling you, man, that own five road trip eats me. Eats me. They just lost to Indiana at home with Steph and Draymond playing. That's pretty bad. I would say that's worse than this. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I honestly, I think I'm with you. Um, this one's. Maybe the biggest gut punch of the year because they should have won it, but um, they've had losses that are much more scheduled W's. Any loss without Steph Curry is not going to be the worst loss of the year for me. Yeah. You know, I'm living. All right. From friend of the show. Awesome. I can deal with missing shots, but lack of focus by Clay and getting cooked on D enough. Act like a vet. Can't cheat the process by punting these games. I understand the logic, but JP um, better than Clay. Let's talk a little JP and Clay Thompson here. I thought JP looked really good for most of the game, but also with the key turnover to lose the game, which kind of is the whole Jordan Poole conundrum for me. <laughs> is he ready to take that step to be a frontline guy? I thought he was. I go a little back and forth on it because, like, the skill is the skill. Like, that floater he hit. The moot, the, the one, the 15 footer where like, dude, that how many players can actually make that shot? Right. Like it, it's filthy. He had 35 and eight tonight, like talents, talent. He's super, he's there. But then at the other end, I mean, does, I mean, <laughs> just let it out, man. I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. Frontline players don't turn that over like that. I get it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, but like, come on, man. So like part of it's a learning curve, but part of it is I go back and forth on what I think of Jordan Poole, like in the, in the context of being a frontline player. Now, like, obviously, he's a very talented, very skilled NBA player. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, this is why Steve Kerr started Ty Jerome. Is this it's because he doesn't trust Jordan Poole to be a full-time ball handler yet. Guy's a turnover machine. He's dribbling off his foot. He's falling down for no reason. But you live with that because he's such a great scorer when he's hot like he was tonight. I think 
similar to Clay Thompson. Clay can't dribble, so Jerry. you obviously don't want him to. Yeah, I think they did, he didn't get called for one. I actually did. He get called for one. It, it so it doesn't matter with Clay because he's a shooting guard. You know he can't dribble, so you always want to put. But they're similar in the way that if those are the guys that are handling the ball full time, you've got problems, right? So. I think because of that, I think both guys are always going to be somewhat limited. Though I think moving forward, Poole probably has more potential to be a frontline ball handler. But yeah, right now, like I don't at any moment he's going to turn the ball over. The literally the last play of the game, like you're talking about, all he had to do was just hold on to the ball. Instead, he literally falls down without really like before he gets he did get fouled. Before he gets fouled, he falls down and tries to pass. Just hold on to the ball. That's all you got to do. Dude, just go to the line. You're nine. You led the league in free throw percentage last year. That's all you got to do. And he's and he's like out of control. That's the thing about Jordan Poole, right? He's out of control. And I think that's just that's just who he is. And uh, maybe that stops him from becoming a super superstar. But on the other hand, it's like, well, the dude's the kid's 22, so like I, I'd cut him some slack. Like I don't think it's that bad. But yeah, if I were to blame someone for that play, I blame Poole. Like, sure, you got fouled, but all you got to do is hold on to the fucking ball. You're halfway falling down. It's slipping. not his first. It's not his first game. Yeah, <laughs> you played in the NBA finals. Actually, that's a good one. You've played yeah. in the NBA finals. So you're not you're not Ryan Rollins out there. If Ryan Rollins makes that play, I'm like, all right, fine. You know what I mean? But, like, it, but even that, like Rollins has, has played in organized basketball. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah I, I hear you. It's it's frustrating. Um, on the clay front, like clay could not hit a shot tonight. I don't also have a problem with most of the shots Clay took tonight. Like they were mostly yeah, if he's open from three, I he's want him to shoot. not take him. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's frustrating. I feel like the entire clay experience could be summed up in that sequence where he took a three, missed it, frustrating, and then he chased him down and got a block on the other end where you're just like, awareness not there, shot making not at the level you expect it, but also... You know, not every player is uh, not going to quit on a play and going to run back on it. So, like, still just kind of a winning player just by nature of who he is. So, it's it's frustrating with Clay because, you know, he can be better or at least he has been better than that in the past. Um, I don't know. It's it's next one. Frustration's the the way to go. Yeah, let's get to the next question. Let's do a couple minutes on Wiseman. So not bad for a schedule <laughs> lots anyway. Wise was okay. He only played five minutes, so we we will do five. No, we're not gonna do five minutes. Uh, let's get Steve Kerr's quote up on that, by the way. Okay, you do that while I talk. Um, not a bad five minutes. I thought uh, set some good screens, got a couple rebounds. Um, generally stayed out of people's ways. Uh, I think he was like a minus one or a minus three or something like that. So not a minus twenty five. Um, didn't look like he was asking for the ball every time down on the court, which is what he did. So, you know, overall, I thought it was fine. It's five minutes. I don't really know what you can get out of those five minutes, but he wasn't bad. Also wasn't great. Like there was a couple possessions where it's where, you know, there was a, the, here's the thing about Wiseman that I, that I get really, um, frustrated with. And, I, and I'll let you talk after this. It's you're seven, two, and I don't feel like he's seven, two on the court. I don't see him get contested rebounds and then he'll go in. And he'll do a nice spin move, but he'll do a lefty fadeaway. So, yes, he was fine tonight. He made some good plays. But I never think to myself, oh, shit. He's seven, pull up, an impact player. Walker Kessler? The, he's seven pull up the opposite of uh, the, the the dog in him? Like, no dog in the chest? I, yeah, I don't know. I, I just would like to 
I just would like to feel like he's a big man in the game. Walker Kessler blocked just guys all day. Man. <laughs> it just five minutes though. I'm just saying five minutes. I can't. I you know he's gonna play. Well, is he? You got a quote here. So is he gonna? Yeah. Play yeah so let so me get to this. So this is pregame uh, via Kendra Andrews. Kerr says James Wiseman will play tonight, but his status moving forward isn't set in stone. If the team is fully healthy, it doesn't look like he'll get much playing time. Kerr says he'd rather have Wiseman getting more reps than Santa Cruz. Um, summing it up because I, I heard the whole thing and I can't pull the audio in real time. Uh, they called him up because Draymond and a couple guys were missing. They needed the body. Um, and it's a, a week where they only have one game during the week. So, you know, they, they want him to go back in the G League. It's just one of those situations. I think he. I think he played those five minutes as well as you could possibly assume, but like in general, has he earned the uh, the coaching staff's trust to continue playing through it? Like that's not what's going on. And and you know, to your point, you're dancing around it. it he doesn't play big. It's it's that simple. Like if he Walker Kessler, who's less physically gifted than him understands what a center is supposed to do does he do it perfectly probably not because he's a rookie but that's that's really what it comes down to if Wiseman put his nose in there the way that Looney or Kuminga does on a consistent basis he probably would never have got sent to the the G League right it's that simple so take the positives but like what they're looking for it's pretty clear what they're looking for what they're looking for is him to play with some consistent physical aggression right yeah, I think that's that's. I didn't know that was. I didn't see that quote. Uh, that mm-hmm. yeah, that tells me that he's not gonna. That tells me he's not gonna play uh, for I don't know how long. But yeah, he's not gonna play the next game if guys are healthy. So okay, let's 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 uh let's keep it moving. <laughs> There's a funny tweet I found. Uh, okay, anyway, let's keep it moving. From Solomon's Tech, devastating loss, man. Pool and Kaminga had such a great game. What a waste. Next up, Celtics will destroy us. Then a one and five road trip at best. Just being real. I think right now is a, the right time to talk about uh, yeah. Andrew Wiggins. Okay. So obviously, even though Stefan Draymond didn't play tonight, we got word um, pregame that Andrew Wiggins not only is going to miss tonight, but he's going to miss oh, the boy. Celtics game and get reevaluated on Monday. Abductor strain. So, you know could be worse in terms of injuries, but it's also like one of those things that is tricky. Um, friend of the show, Dr. Narav, let us know. Typically, a doctor strain means two weeks. Two weeks would mean seven or eight games he's missed. Um, but anyway, they're, they're without Wiggins right now. And I feel like no Wiggins just really accentuates how athletically limited they are on the wings, right? Like Kuminga, Kuminga looks good. He looks like he's ready to step up, but like it's not the Warriors teams of the past with like five or six wings you feel comfortable throwing out there. And and that's kind of the reality of the team right now. It's Kuminga time. But yes, you're right. It is Kuminga time. At the same time, you're correct. It's Moses Moody time. Get in there. Like that's that's they have to play those kids and those kids have to figure it out. If they go one and five in this road trip, one and four or whatever, and you tell me that you come out of that and you say Moses Moody deserves 20 plus 20 minutes a game and, and Kaminga can play 28, and then you add Andrew Wiggins coming back healthy, I'll take that road trip. Fine. Warriors go Warriors go four games under 500, but you tell me that you pick up two new rotation guys that are wings, fine. I'll take it. 
That's the sacrifice. Frankly, that's something that they should have done when they tried to do in the beginning of the season, just with the wrong kid. But now they're, now they're here. And Steve Carr had a quote saying how he liked the contributions of Moody and Kamingo, of course. But that, to me, was tonight was part of that. They're going in. They're going against Boston. That's that's as good as a team that you'll face in the NBA. They're up by 55 right now against the fraudulent Suns. It's as good as you're going to play. Then you've got Milwaukee, Indiana, Philadelphia, Toronto, New York, and Brooklyn. I mean, <laughs> I mean, right? Like that's that's a murderer's row of of teams that are big, athletic, and got superstars. So those are the two guys that I think have to have to have to figure it out. And Steve Kerr has to let them. He has to let him figure it out. I don't need to see. 25 minutes to Anthony Lamb, man. I really don't. I don't need to see Ty Jerome on the floor. I don't. I, I disagree. I need 30 minutes to Lamb. <laughs> you know, 10 minutes? Sure. You actually, Anthony Lamb defensively was good tonight. Like, he's he's pretty shitty offensively now. Is, and, and he, But he's good defensively. I just get, let me see those kids develop. That's what the Warriors need if they need to. Because they got a huge road, like, home slate after this and it's like a pretty easy home schedule right if you look at it Mm -hmm. and then the road trip after that home schedule is pretty easy so the warriors have to figure out what if those young young players can play why is he's gonna be the g league so forget about him but but kaminga and moody those kids have to figure it out in the next two weeks figure something out not not all of it but figure something looks like kaminga's there almost there it does look like kaminga's there we haven't talked moses moody moses moody tonight 19 minutes two for four six points uh, not too much else. I, I will say his impact felt positive. Yes. He didn't get rebounds, but he he pushed it to other players. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, am I going to call him the player of the game? No, but it felt like he mm-hmm. was slowly making it. Like, you could see this performance building on itself and then Moody having a big game in two to three games if he gets yes, consistent sir. minutes, right? Yep, that type of thing. Um, it'll be interesting to monitor. Like, the reality of this Warriors team is – they're mediocre right now. Their main guys can hang with anyone and they have no depth. Kuminga looks like a player that can be developed into playing a serious role come the playoffs. Outside of that, I still think they probably need to make a move of some sort. And we'll see, we'll see how that comes together over time. Um, but you know, they're, they're working through it. I mean, I'm going to ask you, Andy, we're, we're, Watching the Warriors play the Utah Jazz, the Utah Jazz are everyone's favorite trading team because we all know the Jazz are kind of transient right now. They're kind of flipping players if they feel like it's going to make it better for them in two to three years, right? That sort of thing. How do you feel about guys like uh, Kelly Olenek or Jared Vanderbilt? Do you want them on the Warriors? Are you willing to give up picks for them? Where is your head at? There's one player I was impressed tonight watching the Utah Jazz. I texted you about him. There's one player, Walker Kessler. That's the kid. I know, it obviously, it's not happening, but I'm telling you, that kid can play. Like, he's going to have a 15-year career. It's not going to be a superstar, but he can play. He's going to develop a three at some point because that's what every big does in the NBA. But right now, defensively, absolute monster, especially when Steph isn't on the floor, uh, can rebound. That's true. Uh, it's a lot easier to be a big man when Steph's on the floor, right? Right, right. But, like, you know, against, against every team because the Warriors don't have to play Steph. So, against every team. It's a, it's a good player. So <laughs> I watched the game tonight, and that was my guy. But yeah, to your point, Olenek or Jared Vanderbilt, I didn't notice Vanderbilt much. I know people love Jared Vanderbilt. I didn't notice him much. But Olenek's the guy. I mean, he's a perfect warrior. He's a perfect – you can shoot the three. You can pass a little bit. He's a goon, right? You can see he does – it's kind of dirty out there, but 
You know, I'm sure I'm sure Warriors fans will love him if he's on the team. So I think that's the guy if if he you're a warrior. It's a rental though, right? But if you want to win now, that's the guy. It's not a rental because he's under contract next year. So I, I, I'm mistaken. So even better, actually, that's even better. We're going to talk about like in two minutes, but that's right. That's right. They're totally different players too. Um, But he's the guy when you, he's, he's like pretty smart. Uh, He's like not terrible defensively. Uh, I don't think he's going to be auto Porter, but dude, he can fill the bucket up. He can score five points. So, so that's my question for you. Um, They lost GP two and auto in the off season. Obviously, we've talked about it ad nauseum. Kuminga, different player, but he might be able to fill some of the things Otto did. But, um, sorry, not Otto, GP, my bad. Um, Otto is the one that's more interesting, which is like a stretch big. How much of that role do you, do you actually think Otto, that, um, that Kelly Olenek can do? Fill? Yeah, because Jermichael Green played some of the worst minutes I've seen today. It was just, he's, it's yeah, that, that, he that was a, that's a swing and a miss. It might, be, of, it might be done. Yeah, it might. Unless he's a little, a little cooked. Yeah. Uh, look, it's a vet. It's a vet man. Like, I don't know. Sometimes you don't hit on those. I'm not going to kill him for it. Uh, but I do think Ol- I think Olenek, he's not going to be the same type of rebounder and maybe not as smart as Otto Porter because I think Olenek looks for a shot more. But, dude, he's a way better scorer than Otto Porter. Also, he stays on the floor. The guy isn't hurt. He stays on the floor and he can play minutes. So, yes, I'd make that trick depend. I mean. Who, who, what's the trade? What is the actual trade for him? If he makes he makes twelve million a year, you wrote down. You know who else makes twelve million a year? Yeah, it, I mean it's it's obviously it circulates around Wiseman. The question is, do you have to add more to him to get the deal done? And you know, it, it feels like a sell low. It, it's a sell low for a number two pick. It's not a sell low for a guy you have sitting in the G League. You know what I'm saying? The Warriors would like, rather have Vanderbilt. I bet you they would rather have the upside guy that they think they can make better, like Wiggins. Sure, they don't. They don't want the but two di- two different players. Vanderbilt's totally also different. more of a um, uh, GP two type of replacement. So anyway, let, let's keep moving. I just wanted your opinion on that one. All right, Karima. All right, bummed about the loss, but we did everything to win it. I'm pissed at Clay for literally taking a stroll on defense in a crucial moment. Should we talk about Clay real quick? Oh, uh, yeah. That was insane. Man. I don't know if I have the heart to go there, but yeah. I mean, Clay probably deserves a little more criticism than they're giving him right now. Like, e- enough of the, you're the veteran on the floor. You should be a little more aware of where the shooter is there. Um, that doesn't happen. Then we don't end up in that last possession. It's like the chicken or the egg. We, we opened on pool and Clay. Which one do you prefer? And that, that sort of thing is like, and my, my honest opinion is it's two sides of the same coin. Both of them have blame the whole way through. So I think, you know, Clay's weakness defensively has always been that. So it's 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 not surprising to see Barrett's ugly head in that moment. I thought he would take the layup too. It's honestly a great play call if that was what David Hardy was was calling on the sidelines. But yeah, man, I mean, the, the one thing you can't do is give up a three. I mean, that's the one thing you can't do. You just stay on your man and not give up three. So what are we doing here? He's a space cadet. They know that. They've always known that. So, but what are you going to do? You know, it's 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 frustrating, I think. It's like that shot that he takes. Jordan Poole took a shot from 35 feet with the shot after an offensive rebound with about a minute and a half left with the shot clock at 14. And I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck is that shot? You know who else takes that exact same shot? Clay Thompson. They both take that exact same shot. 
So when you talk about two of like the caretakers, there's three caretakers on the team. It's Steph, it's Draymond, it's Andre Gatala. You know, none of those guys were on the floor tonight, right? So Andre hasn't played all season. I don't even know if he's on the roster. Was he even there in Utah tonight? Or what was he doing? So so I just I that's three of your guys that usually makes make sure things are okay. Kevon Looney can do as much as he can, but he's a big man. So he can't it, it you've so you've got the two airheads out there, as as great as they are. Right, you've got the two as airheads explosive out there. as they are. They, they, they right. literally put it up there with anyone, but yes. But they just, you know, at any moment, they're liable to do some stupid stuff, and that's what happened tonight. Both sides of the floor, and that's why they lost. I mean, that's literally why they lost the game. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. We we got some some goons calling in. I said we got the goons. All right. Let's roll. Sean, what's up, my man? Hey guys, what's up? Um, calling in, uh, pretty uh, sad. Um, these past couple, three or four days, like, like I know it's just sports, but kind of just want to cry because first you got Andrew Nemhard just tearing everything apart, and then Aaron Judge, and then this. <laughs> it's just been. It's just been a rough couple four. Day- it's been a rough four days, and uh, I just. I want, like, I know you guys kind of touched on it, but the one thing that I'm just kind of taking away and something I'm just noticing is, uh, is clay. Um, I, I don't know how to like navigate it because whenever you kind of, when I talk with my friends, everything like that, you talk about the warriors and you kind of say anything about clay, everyone goes like, yo man, like relax, don't say anything. Right. Uh, but like, he's, he's a, he's a legend. He did all that. But like, I, I don't know how much patience I have for like, oh, bad clay shooting night again, 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 every other game. And it's just like hot and cold, hot and cold. I know how that was before. And then today, just, just, I don't know, just, yeah, that I, I kind of just wanted to ask you guys, like, what do you guys think of clay on, in terms of like being our second option or third option? And like, just, is he going to get serious? Like this is, and like the defensive stuff, that's all I have to say. <laughs> Ishan, appreciate you. Okay, two thoughts in there. One, Aaron Judge. Uh, dude, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Hey, just, hey, get used to what's going on with the Giants. That's gonna be the Warriors after Stafford's house. <laughs> um, they they can they can talk all their shit about being light years ahead. Uh, we'll see what happens when you don't have Steph Curry to make make all your mistakes go away. 
I mean, um, right? I mean, that's that's part of what makes life easy is you have the guy people want to play with. You have the guy people will will play with, take less money to yeah. play with, and then he'll make the life he'll make life easier with people on the floor, off the floor, everything. Yeah, it tur- turns out Aaron Judge wasn't willing to take less money to play with JD Davis. Um, you know, and, and I'm not I'm not even trying to hate. It's just like you know, always always give due respect to the man who who makes you know who stirs the the drink, right? I, um, I, I think, by the way, just one one take with uh, with the Giants. I, I think at, at some point, I think part of the Judge stuff, because I think if you had to ask Mark Farhanzadeh if he really wanted to sign Aaron Judge, I would say the answer is no. It felt like an ownership going to him and say, you need to sign a star. Like, I don't think Farhan would make I think what Farhan wants to do is he wants to sign three or four guys. He wants to sign six Mitch Hanegers, right? So and and in a couple of pictures, he wants to spread it across the team, which I think is fine. But I think at some point the Giants do have to figure out like why people just aren't going to come and watch that shit, man. They, I'm not going to watch those games or, for. A or mid-channel. if you're going to draft and develop, like find a star, like draft yeah. draft a guy who makes you know Luciano's like, like two years away, right? Like even the guy that they have that's a top fifteen prospect is not ready to be be in the majors, and then they've got a pitcher. But he's a pitcher, like, and he's not Tim Linscombe, right? Tim Linscombe put people in the stand. So I don't know, man. Uh, I'm, I'll still watch it. But anyway, let's keep. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I to your broader point. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Now to the to the Warriors' point that Ishan called it about, which is more important. Um, Clay Thompson. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm with him in terms of my general frustration with Clay. I just don't know what to do with it because here's how I see it. Uh, am I frustrated? Clay is chasing the player he used to be. Yes. Am I frustrated? Clay take shots. He shouldn't take. Yes. Are these new things? No. And also what can the Warriors really do about it? Because they have him under contract for another year and a half. And more importantly, um, there's not really when you can shoot it as well as him, there's not really a number of shots that make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's like one of those things where it's like if he's not pulling off the bounce, I can't get upset if he hits a if he shoots an open three, right? You know, like it's one of those things. So I don't really know what to do. Like may, maybe maybe get on him a little more about shot selection, but otherwise, like it's frustrating. You know, I agree. I agree. You you ride it through. It's what you do with guys that you've won with. Yeah. All right. Let's keep moving. We also got something. Let's get Francisco up here real quick. My man, yeah, that, what's going on? Damn, that was a shocker. Um, that final inbound, I just looked to the side and got distracted and <laughs> didn't believe that he, he couldn't corral. It didn't cradle the ball like a running back. I don't know who was saying that on the on the broadcast, but but these are the games they're they're gonna miss because we've been saying they're top seven. They can play. You trade, you trade, or you get a, a buyout. You get a veteran, and everything. Not everything is gonna be okay, but they can play with anyone. Okay. But two things: one, you're losing a couple of games here and there that they're gonna miss in the end, and especially. And the, the result of it is tonight's game. The veterans are going to be wasted. Okay, so 
this is a long season, okay? <laughs> this is going to be a long season, and uh, I don't know if I can, if we can survive it, because every game is like this. You imagine the the Celtics are winning by 30 or something. There, there aren't. There's never been a game like this this season. Okay, there's never been a 30 game right. game in the third quarter to rest everybody. And uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a long, a long year, man. Appreciate uh, you, Francisco. Okay, appreciate it. It's going to be a very Francisco's long. got a. He's 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 like exhausted. He's like, dude, I. It's going to be. It is going to be a long season. year. Let's get let's get uh. We got one more up here. Let's get Mikas up here. Oh, let's go. I haven't seen Mikas in a couple weeks. What's up, brother? Oh, you know, I uh, I got off work. It was freezing in New York, and I said I'm going to sit down and watch the final five minutes. It's unfortunate. <laughs> it was great. That's unfortunate. It was great. It was great. Four, was like, four and a half really enjoyable minutes. Yeah. No, I, 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 I didn't. That's what she said. I bike home from my job, and I waited until they were up three to rent the bike. And I'm biking, and I'm watching, holding my phone while I'm biking in, like, New York streets. And I, I literally had, I, I, I fell not off the bike, but I let like the bike collapse underneath me when they, when Poole had the ball stolen and I like stopped and stood in the sidewalk. So that was so You, you awesome. fell to your knees in the, I, no, your, I mean, I, I, I really, ba- I basically did. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure you guys already discussed them, but the three team trade, you know, Wiseman of the Spurs, Patrick Baldwin and Moses Moody to Chicago. Give us Turtle and Caruso. I mean, but, like, what do the Bulls need Caruso for? They don't. They want to lose. They're done. And the Spurs, you know, if Greg Popovich is who he says he is, make James Wiseman, make him the next, <laughs> you know, make him the next admiral if he's really who he says he is. I, I'm, you know, Pop, I don't Pop's, know. I, Pop's going to be it. like, bro, I'm, I'm a coach. I'm not a miracle worker. <laughs> I guess he's not Jesus Christ is the issue. Um, <laughs> but it would help them get Victor Wembanyama, And then, you know, he could – Pop could get another, you know, great seven footer. I don't. There's this. There's this new admiral. Oh, oh did, we, did no. we lose him? I we did lose him. I definitely didn't kick him off. So. <laughs> he was just. We getting did up. lose Mikas. He was just starting. He was just starting to heat up. He was just starting to get good. He was um, going to carry us like Steph for for a few minutes. There. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Tashi on here. What's up, my man? Uh, I I never felt pain like this in a minute. Uh, <laughs> 16, 19 finals hasn't been this brutal. <laughs> I will tell you that. Uh, uh, here's the one thing about the clay thing that's probably the most disheartening. It's like clay is my favorite player. And I think a lot of the problem is is that the Achilles took all of his athleticism, and we're seeing a lot more coy-ups than we sh- we want because there's six lone layups that he just missed in the first half. And if he makes at least three of them, the Warriors win. And that's kind of this disheartening thing because I believe one of the callers with preferences with Clay is that he's one of the best route runners in NBA history along with Steph. It's like the backdoor cuts that makes the Warriors good and how we get rim pressure. We can't rely on it anymore because Clay can't make a layup right now and it's just been disheartening. So I don't know how that's going to get fixed 
earthen, changing Clay's shot diet to more Miami Ray Allen at this point. But you know, I'm just more. I'm probably just more annoyed that Aaron Judge decided to be a Yankee <laughs> at this point. So that's that's really, have to, that's, that's really that's the really the point. That's really that's really it. Your season, my man. Hey, man. As as long as we get a lottery pick this upcoming season, I can't hate at this point. But, <laughs> man, this is awful. This is what a terrible week of sports. There's, there's <laughs> that, somebody tweeted me, and I, I wish I, I brought it up, but somebody tweeted and said, "Oh shoot, I gotta read this out, dude. It's so good." It's he, somebody said Stefan Rubin said this game was like the Aaron Judge sweepstakes in basketball form, where it's basically. Oh, this is. Perfect. You know? Absolutely. You, know, you, perfect. Know you knew you were gonna lose, but you got your hopes up. Wow! Like, your hopes wow! Up. Wow! <laughs> you they, know they gave you so much hope, and then they take it in the most unfortunate way possible. It's like, I'd rather it just just got it out the way early. But hey, I can't play Aaron Judge for trying to be with a serious organization. So eh. yeah. <laughs> salute to him and, and his they're camp. Not trying to, they're not trying to put him out there with Patrick Baldwin and Ryan Rollins. That's true. Um, by the or Mike just trusts you. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate you, my man. Appreciate you. I don't know why Rollins and and PBJ get the slander. Um, they don't really yeah, deserve Rollins it. Rollins and Ball look happy on the bench today. Good for them. It's you know, it's it's, it's more. It's more say just a, It's more what they represent. We got we got one thing to get to before we get out of here. Let's get this up on the stage. All right, Kaminga on the scuffle. It was so funny. I saw him square up, and I'm like. You're the one who fouled me. I ain't got to do that. So it's funny to me. Kuminga, we didn't give enough attention to him smiling at, at Jordan Clarkson. No. That's uh, – it's – I only touched on it. it. It's very Clay-esque. It's very Steph-esque. It's definitely not Trey esque because you know he – I don't know what he would do. But it's very Steph and Clay. It, it just – there's a certain type of player that in those situations are able to – laugh it off like almost like a sociopath kind of obviously in a good way because mm. to me it feels like they've got the poise joked about the dog but to me it's like the composure the poise the just kind of the the power to play in those moments and not get shook i think kaminga's kaminga's like that also a lot of people texting me he's african those guys are just built different <laughs> you know what i mean he's just built completely different so i don't know what that means i'm not i'm not i don't know but that's what that's what a lot of people text to me so Dude, it's it's really when we talk about the chase uh hatchback player of the week this week being Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, this performance was 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 man, it was great. Uh, it means a lot if he's gonna be able to do this. I don't know how far the Warriors are gonna go this season, but they can get that kid to be that what he was tonight consistently. That's I mean, they are cooking. We're we're grasping at straws. We're gonna go with it because uh, you know, um, that one fucking sucked. And you might as well get the positive out there, which is Kuminga looked good. And uh, you know what? We'll be back. We'll be back Saturday. Very, very mad over everything. But I appreciate everyone. Have a good one.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.